Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is How to Blow Up a Pipeline. And we saw an early screening a few days ago. I think it comes out April 7th, I want to say. So so this is an early review. Um, It is based on a book that I'd never heard of. But it is about this group of young people, uh, eight people I want to say, that from different parts of the country, different different backgrounds, that find each other because they're all concerned about this pipeline that is being built. Or is it already built? I guess it's already built, but they're like... No, so they're not concerned. Well, they're concerned about everything that's... Well, yeah, they're concer- concerned about climate change and everything that's going on in the environment. Yeah, so this but, pipeline's already built. This yeah. is just something they chose to go after. Right. So it's that thing of, you know, what can we do to change our world? What can we do to make it better? And, of course, you know, some of them are part of these groups that, like, college groups. that are like, like oh, activists. Right, activists that are like, oh, we can do this. We can, like, rally, bring awareness. Bring awareness. And they're kind of at the point where, which a lot of us should be, where it's like it's too late to bring awareness. There, everyone should be aware by now. This isn't helping anything. We need real action, which, of course – takes the form of what most people would call like eco-terrorism basically um and this involves in, in, as as the title uh explains blowing up the pipeline so they come up with this this um plan to kind of so basically to disrupt this um the the oil pipeline to basically make it um so that it's no longer a, a um What's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, to drive up the price so much that we start looking for other alternatives. Oh, to drive up the price of gas. Of, of yeah, of oil and gas prices, so that it, you know, so that it forces those in charge to kind of say, okay, you know what, we really need to start looking at, you know, uh, solar power, wind, whatever other other alternative sources of of energy, um, and that's really the the whole plot of the movie, and it's so it. It's it's interesting because I didn't I didn't know what to expect going in, um, and it we saw this kind of Q and A after the movie with the some of the actors and the filmmakers, and they were talking about how it, they essentially wanted to make like a, a heist movie. They compared it to like Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. where you get this group together. Uh, and they're like it's it's like it's like Ocean's Eleven, but with terror with eco terrorists, and that's essentially what it is. It's so it's like a, almost like a heist movie where you're constantly. It's an it's it's your your it's tense because they're dealing with explosives, um, and they're you know again th- these aren't like professional, you know, uh, bomb makers. These are like I said, young people. They're like in their early twenties, uh, early to mid twenties. And everyone has their own responsibility. Yeah, everyone's got part. everyone's in charge of one certain thing, and so this that's it. It literally is that like you're you're just following them on this um effort to blow up this pipeline um but we'll get more into the details of you know everyone's little backstories and everything because you do get like glimpses of each of the characters backstories as you go through the movie um but sam what did you think of how to blow up a pipeline i really enjoyed it um because i really enjoyed the story um that the editing was was really well done too because they the way they tell the story is you you kind of they start it with 
okay, they're planning on blowing up a pipeline. Like, so you already know this from the beginning. And then they kind of work their way back as the film goes on, on how they got Mm -hmm. there, on how each of them got there. And I like the way they did that. I liked how there were certain points, um, multiple points in the film where they're doing, they're messing with some type of explosive and it's getting to a point where you're like, oh shit, this thing might go off. Mm-hmm. And right before you think something is going to happen, they cut scene and they go yeah. to like one of the backstories. <laughs> yeah. And so you're left wondering like, what, what happened? happened? Like, oh my God, I saw something really bad coming. Like what happened? So it keeps you like on the edge of your seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. It always, it was always building tension. It always kept you like anxious um and thinking about what what's gonna come next Mm -hmm. uh what i really liked about the story was how they really made it a point to inform you that all of these characters like you said came from different backgrounds different walks of life um and they were just so different but their reasoning was the same like they're well they all had different like reasons that got them to this mm-hmm. same fight, this same right. Like they wanted this cause, you right. know, like to happen. Yeah, so. it wasn't all just like, oh, we we care for the environment, we want to stop this. It was that, but yeah. each one of them had a more personal reason for it. Yeah. Um, and you even, I like that they have this character who you wouldn't think would be part of it, which was the yeah. Dwayne, I think was his name. He's, you know, your typical like Texas guy. He's got the the military cap on and he carries a gun. You know, he's your your typical what you would consider probably like a Trump voter. Um, But he also doesn't want this pipeline on his property because they wanted to extend it, I think, onto his property. And they did. Yeah, they did. They basically kicked imminent domain is what they call it. Right. They kick you out of your your area so that they can take over yeah he had you know a bunch of acres that had been in his family for he said like a hundred years or something crazy and they basically just he tried to fight them he tried to keep them off the land physically and (laughs) like he went through the courts like trying to get them and nothing nothing stopped the government from stealing his land and building that pipeline on his property and he was pushed out of his home yeah i thought it was interesting that the guy that he's closest to is like a Native American who, yeah. who of course, would know a lot about the government taking your land. You know, it's like yeah. I, I just I, I caught that kind of afterwards. I was like, oh, that makes sense that they would they would be the two to kind of connect. Yeah. Um, and of course, that Native American character, I forgot his name, but he's a, a very uh, angry young man. Freedom or something. His real name. That was his real name. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. But his name in the movie was Michael, I think. Yeah, Michael. And he's the one that deals mostly he's the one that mostly deals with the explosives like he's the one putting together everything yeah like he would post on social media yeah, yeah. Uh, him building like homemade bombs and yeah just learning how off of the internet how to build bombs out of yeah. like just kitchen materials and stuff liquid plumber stuff you know like yeah uh, i really liked his character yeah. a lot um because he was just he was so full of anger and wanted revenge so bad yeah. that he didn't care. He literally said it like he just didn't yeah, care what, what, what happened. Because they him. say like, "What? What do you think will happen if one of us blows ourselves up?" He's like, "I, I don't care." Like, yeah, that's... like 
this cause is beyond them. Right. Like he's just like, right. this needs to be done. Um, and he's just so like, he's, he has like blinders on. He's yeah. so focused on the mission. Like everyone else, you know, tries to cut loose and get to know each other yeah. and stuff. Like as soon as he gets there, he goes to the shed and does, he get doesn't started. say hello to anybody. Right. He doesn't introduce himself to anybody. He just, he's focused on getting the work done. And, um, they're, they're, they show a scene where it's like a flashback where he's going to... So I guess this happens a lot when they build these pipelines or start like digging for oil and stuff, these oil companies. They bring all these workers yeah. in and move them in to the land, right? So they could live there and work there. And they show him going up to one of the workers as the worker is coming home to one of the trailers and... He's telling him like he's asking him like where where are you from and the worker is like oh from like South Dakota or whatever yeah. and and so he like spits on him and says well go back to where you came yeah. from and I love that yeah. I freaking love that to see uh just a brown person yeah. saying that to a white person right. because that's it's, usually the in other real way life it's yeah. the other way around yeah. like all the time yeah. so I just I freaking loved that scene yeah. um just made me chuckle. But I really loved Michael's character. He was probably my favorite character. Um, and then Marcus Scribner is in this movie. They didn't, uh, like, really make a big deal about him. Like He wasn't really one of the... Oh, he was one of the main characters, but he yeah. wasn't even on that, like, the screen that we saw, like, before the movie started. Yeah. He wasn't even one of the people featured on it. So. Yeah, which was really weird <laughs> to me. Like, I don't know if he chose that or, yeah. like, what. Like, they didn't. Anyway, he's from know. Blackish, if you haven't yeah, seen so it. Yeah, he's from yeah. Blackish and Grownish, Grown-ish and yeah. he plays Junior. My favorite shows, okay? Like, those <laughs> shows are so freaking good. He, he plays Junior so so well junior is one of my favorite characters um i just love him like i think he's a great actor and uh he's in this movie and it was really cool to see him play something different because blackish and grownish are more well blackish especially is more of a comedy yeah. show um grownish is more like drama comedy yeah um but junior his character that he plays is always comedic yeah. like so he's always really silly and just, I don't know, it's just funny. And then to see him play this more serious mm-hmm. character in this movie, it was, just, it was just really nice to see that he can do something different. Yeah. And um, I, I thought he did a good job. Um, the, I really liked hearing about all the characters' reasons for why they wanted mm-hmm. to do this. Because like we said, they were all different. And so it's it's really just pointing out like all these things like the pipelines the oils like all these things that we're doing to this earth that are killing this earth and are and killing us too because one of the characters yeah has like cancer because affecting us in such a big way like it takes people we love by causing cancer Mm -hmm. or you know this this one girl told a story of how they her and her friend grew up living next to a chemical plant And they would go dance in the rain, but the rain would burn their skin. And it's just like, this is not natural. We should not be living like this. Like, we should not be doing this to ourselves and to each other. Um, All these things that, that we do, like, you know, consume gas and just all these horrible things that 
we do on a daily basis that kills us and and the earth it's just and and it's it, weird because you still have people that they're like I, I don't want electric vehicles i don't want that like they everyone's stuck in that like we need gas powered engines like to you know, they, they, it's like they refuse to move forward, and it's like that's really weird. It like, is really. We're weird. just stuck in this old way of thinking, you know. Yeah, it, it is really weird to me. Um, Even though we're, we know that we're. I mean, it's uh, well, we know, right? But then there's people that deny, like climate. Oh, climate change is a myth. That's not real. So, you, of course, you have these opposing people that just don't believe in the science, so they think there's nothing to worry about. When clearly. <laughs> You know, our weather has been changing for years now and it's getting hotter. The the the, the extremes are more extreme. Like the hotter, <coughs> the summers yeah. are hotter, the winters are colder, you know. Everything's... All the, these I, forest fires. Right, like the, I, yeah, crazy. yeah. Forest fires, the ice caps are melting, you know. Yeah, we're, and there's so many... Um, I don't know what they call them. I can't remember what they call them, but um, it happens in the ocean where it's like these pockets of like... I don't know what, but it kills like mm-hmm. all the fish oh, yeah, and yeah. like everything like in these pockets in in the sea. Mm-hmm. And it's like washing up to shore. Like it's just it's disgusting <laughs> how we live. And um, that's what this story is mostly about. It's just these groups of indiv- or the this group of individuals have come together because they have reached their limit yeah. on how much they can take of right. this and they decided they need to fight back. Yeah. And what I also loved is like they wanted to do it in a nonviolent way to where yeah. they wouldn't hurt other people. And um it's just so funny there's this one scene where they're all kind of getting together by the fire and like the one guy that you said that you know you wouldn't think would be there yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. wearing the american cap and um he's like oh i have deer meat if anybody's mm-hmm. interested and then everyone kind of looks at him and one girl's like i'm, I'm a vegan, vegan. <laughs> and i was like i'm a vegetarian and everyone's just kind of like eh. yeah and i just love that because you see that these are you know mostly non-violent mm-hmm. peace want loving people um and they're they're being forced to resort to this type of violence um of course they're not trying to be violent towards people but right but destruction um, destruction destruction of property yeah destruction of property and there was also a scene that i was just like oh like so there's a scene where this uh the this couple has to go and kind of turn off the valve of the oil because they don't want to spill the oil when they blow up the pipe either right right? so they they have this plan to turn off yeah the oil and so of course there's this like electric fence around like the valve pipes so when they go up to try to like break into it they look down and they see a dead bird so obviously mm-hmm. this bird landed on this fence and got electrocuted mm-hmm. and died and is there and so she's like oh like poor thing and it's just like yes yeah, like we are putting up these like non-natural things yeah. in these in, in our environment and it's just death we're just causing death everywhere we go and for mm-hmm. what like it's just I like that they had like these subtle like things in the story too, um, like that. Like it just kind of brings it to your awareness. To go to go with those characters you're talking about, I like that they also add this other element where you think that someone, at least one person, may be an informant, 
And they, they lay that ground really early. So that adds this whole other level yeah. to the story where you're like, oh, shit, is this person like going to rat them all out? Are they are they informing on them? You don't know what their motives are because they're taking pictures of stuff. But surreptitiously. they're still going along with right. the stuff. So, it's like, so are they are undercover? Doing? Yeah, well, I thought they were maybe undercover and they were they're basically you find out what's going on like towards the about the two thirds in the film. But yeah. Yeah, I liked that they put that storyline in there too. Because it has this extra element of like, oh no, Suspense. are they going to get caught? Yeah, all caught doing this or whatever. So, um, but yeah, it was an interesting movie because I'm surprised it got in in that as I'm surprised it was made like a major Hollywood studio made it uh-huh. because of the the storyline because it's gonna upset some people. Um, it really reminded me. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. It really reminded me a lot of like V for Vendetta, which is. It's 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 that movie. It's a movie that really it glorifies what a lot of people would would call terrorists. Because mm-hmm. even in V for Vendetta, he's like, well, you know, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing here. Where they even have a discussion, they're like, of course they're going to call us terrorists when, yeah, you know, they always call people that that do things like they this terrorists. Yeah, they have this whole uh, scene where they all discuss what exactly it is to be a terrorist. You know, what does that mean? Um, and then they start naming other people, you know, well, they would have called Martin Luther King a terrorist, you know, mm-hmm. and what? So they're having this whole debate and it really does make you think like, um, you know, ter- it's a terrorist in the eyes of who the, of course, the people that, that are supporting this awful thing that's destroying the earth. Of course, they're going to call anybody that's trying to destroy their, their work, a terrorist. Right. And that's the easy way to scare people against the you know those types of people that are that are trying to protest mm-hmm. this but um and, and but like going back to what they were saying like the peaceful protest that hasn't really worked so that's why they're they they're going to these more extreme measures you know so yeah yeah it's it just makes me think about like what did they say like riots are the voice of the unheard you yeah know? so it, it's kind of like that it's like like I said, these people have reached their limit. They don't know what else to do. All these peaceful things are not moving the needle. So they feel they have to resort to this type mm-hmm. of destruction. Um, but the whole movie, I think, is just... its It keeps you entertained the whole time. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't even have to... I mean, I feel like you do... You're going to have to be in into the what the message at least a little bit because otherwise you're not going to root for them yeah but um it is definitely it it, the whole movie is super tense because you're wanting to see them you know uh see this plan through and then also you're worried for their well-being because like you said like i said they're working with explosives every time they're moving one of these barrels you're like oh god and you know they keep mentioning like okay don't rattle this too much because this is live you know whatever explosive explosive chemical compound um and then like i said you have that other subplot of this person that may be an informant you don't know how you know how much are they telling the whoever the the authorities are the authorities aware of their location you know so and the the clock's ticking right so everything's like they have to do it by a certain time um for everything to go off without a hitch you know yeah Yeah, so I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoyed the story. Um, super entertaining, like super suspenseful. Um, but like you said, I think you kind of have to agree with yeah. the pause a little bit in order to 
stick with it uh, and care about these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I highly recommend it because I really liked this I, movie. I highly recommend it too. It was interesting when we were watching the Q&A to find out that kind of the main character, her name. So her name is Sochil, X-O-C-H-I-T-L in the movie, but <laughs> everyone pronounces it Sochi. Everyone. Yeah, that bothered me. It bothered me too because Sochi. Sochi. I'm like, that's not how you say that name. Maybe that's how you say it in California or something. I don't know. But... <laughs> I have a cousin named Sochilin. It's Sochil with an L at the end. Anyway, uh, that char- the person playing that character, I forgot her name in real life, she actually co-wrote this movie, which I thought was really interesting because she's a young yeah, person. Really so I thought that was really cool that she had a, a hand in writing this movie with the director and this other co-writer. I guess it was three three writers, but I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that whole cast is really good. Like every every actor in there was was uh interesting um one of the guys was from we saw him oh, over, white lotus yeah from white lotus he was the he was in season one of white lotus he was <laughs> he was one of the guys that worked uh worked at the hotel but um he plays this character from like portland oregon and i was like oh yeah typical portland oregon people <laughs> uh they're like him and his girlfriend are like these party they just want to they're the two that you feel like if anything's going to go wrong, it's because of these two dipshits. Because yeah. <laughs> from the beginning, they're like snorting lines of coke, and you're like, "Oh no, why do you have these people in your group?" <laughs> but anyway, you'll you'll if you watch the movie, you'll see like how that turns out. Um, and I like that they they just quickly put in like quickly make it known that like he even though him and his girlfriend <laughs> act like they're in the punk rock scene, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. they they do destruction of property themselves, yeah. you know. Um, before even before yeah. this she says makes a statement to him like oh well you just have like the family lawyer that you can call yeah. if you get in trouble yeah. you know i have nobody so they make you understand like oh this kid comes from a rich background yeah, like for the, yeah. he's privileged but he still understands the problems and yeah. wants to help the cause right. and you know, so you don't get a lot of that when you have privileged, yeah. you know, backgrounds and or privileged kids and stuff. So I really, I really appreciated that character yeah. because he really understood, you know, what was going on. Um, and then obviously with her, she did not come up for privilege. Right. She didn't have any resources. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like we said, I just really appreciated each character came from such a different background and mm-hmm. had such different reasonings yeah. for for why they were doing this exactly yeah it was really cool uh, i really like the way they did each e- each little subgroup gets its uh gets attention you know you see yeah. where they're coming from and i thought that was really interesting um but yeah it, it was a really good movie i i doubt that it's gonna do big numbers because even when we went to this screening there was only a like a small group of us that went to go see it yeah but I think it's definitely worth a, a watch. It's probably better than 65 or <laughs> whatever the movie came out, that, uh, the new Shazam, which was getting pretty bad reviews. Um, I think it would be better spent watching something like this. You might actually – it might actually um, inspire you, maybe not to blow up a pipeline, but to like maybe start doing something mm-hmm. uh, about our dire situation. <laughs> I don't know if it will inspire me to do anything, but – it's definitely um, something we should be talking about more. And I feel like 
I think a lot of people have just kind of given up. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, yeah, well, it is what it is. It's too late now. But anyway, it's definitely worth a watch for sure. Um, but I guess that wraps it up for how to blow up a pipeline. It's funny because when I told people <laughs> that I watched that movie, uh, some people were like, oh, dude, you're going to be on the FBI watch list now for <laughs> sure. I was like, hey, that's, that's what it takes. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, feel free to follow us on Instagram at third row from the front. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get those podcasts. That way you're sure to get our newest episodes. And we'll talk to you next time on Third Row from the Front. Bye. Bye.